You are listening to the Inspiring Your Shine podcast, where you will be empowered with the truth to live authentically, abundantly, and on purpose, taking you and your business from surviving to thriving by helping you be authentically you. Hello and welcome to Inspiring Your Shine. This is Rebecca, your personal growth mentor, and today we are going to be talking about the three essential keys to reaching your goals fast. And before I tell you what those three keys are, I just want to remind you that we are at the end of the year at this time that I'm recording this podcast. Right down the road, we have 2020 right around the corner, and I want you to be able to hit the ground running. And these are the three things that you really need to be clear on in order for you to hit your goals fast in the coming year. So the first key is vision. The second key is plan. And the third one is accountability. And if you have been trying unsuccessfully to reach your goals and you can't seem to get to that next level, maybe these are the things that you are missing. So I want you to know that having a vision, a plan, and accountability all together, they work together to create this perfect trifecta for your next level of success. If this is something that you haven't been doing all together at once, maybe this is that one thing when it comes to taking action that you need to have squared away. I know you've probably heard about writing a vision and accountability and planning before, but I promise you've never heard them the way that I'm going to share them with you. So please don't turn away. Listen up because I I think I'm going to have a different spin for you. So let's break down each one of these areas so that you're clear about why you need them and how you can create them. So first of all, let's talk about vision. Having a vision is one of the defining differences between those who survive through and those who make their dreams come true. I'm going to say that again. Having a vision is one of the defining differences between those who survive through and those who make their dreams come true. That's a quote from me, by the way. But I just really felt like that is so true. Because vision comes from God. Goals are man-made. That's what we have control of. We have control of our action. But you know when you are operating in a godly vision, when what you are doing impacts the lives of others. That is the the big difference between goals and vision. In my opinion, a vision should be in alignment with how you are knitted together and your purpose. Now, if you have not done any work with me and you do not have clarity about how you're knitted together and what your powers are, and what your overarching purpose is for this world, then you can go back and listen to episodes four on personality, episode seven, which is all about working in your powers, and 32 is talking about aligning with your purpose. So that's episode four, seven, and 32. You can find all of them at inspiringyourshine.com under the podcast tab. So most companies have a vision statement. And that's for a good reason, because it helps them to create a culture that their employees can get behind. And it communicates simply what they're all about, who they serve, and the difference that they make. So if you don't have a vision statement, you need one, because you need to be clear so that you can communicate clearly to your customers what you're all about, who you serve, and how you serve them. 
Here are three other reasons why you need to have a vision. A vision creates clarity. It gives you a target so that you can actually work towards something. And it will give you motivation to take action. So if you've been standing still, spinning your wheels, you haven't been able to move forward, that means that your vision is not clear. When you have that clarity and you can state very simply what your vision is, that who you serve, how you serve, the difference that you make in the lives of others, then it will give you the clarity that you need to get outside of confusion because a confused mind does nothing. When you have a confused mind, it causes a lot of stress. It causes frustration and it gives you this victim mindset. And you want to try to look at all the things around you that are keeping you from doing what you need to do. And it makes you play small because you continue to survive through instead of getting to a place of thriving. So you definitely need to get out of that confused state. And let me tell you, spiritually speaking, that is what the enemy wants. He wants you to be confused. He doesn't want you to have clarity. So I want you to think of clarity as the truth, that God's revealing truth to you through your vision. And the enemy wants you to stay very confused because a confused mind does nothing. And if you do nothing good in this world, that would please the enemy. So the word says, write your vision on tablets and make it plain so that those who read it can run. So not only is it going to help you to have clarity so that you can take action, but it will also give clarity to other people about what you do and they can run with what it is that you're offering a lot simpler and your marketing is going to go a lot easier because you're going to be communicating much clearer. The next thing that your vision does is that it gives you a target to direct your actions. So it helps you to be intentional. It gives you a clear path for you to go down because you know where you're going. I know that you've probably heard it before, but it's so true that if you don't have a target, you don't know where to aim. You don't know where to put your attention. You don't know what actions to take. So when you have the end in mind, when you begin, then it wastes a lot less time for you because you can start taking actions that will get you to the end game a lot faster than if you don't know where you're going and you're trying to figure it out along the way. So the first thing that you need to do with your vision is that you have to write it down. First of all, writing it down helps you remember because as much as we think that we can remember just like those amazing thoughts that we have when we're in the shower or when we're falling asleep that we never seem to remember after, that same thing happens with your vision. So you have to write it down so you can really take a stand on it. And when you write it down, it's the first step to bringing it from the unseen world into the seen world, from the spiritual to the physical So it's a very important step. And once you do that, where you take it from the unseen to the seen and you can look on it and you've made it real, then it is a much more tangible thing for you to get behind. And having that target is going to help you to know the difference that you are trying to make so that you know that when you take actions, you know why you're doing what you're doing. It gives meaning to the actions that you're taking. 
And the third thing that a vision does is that it motivates you to take action because it's that why, the why, the meaning behind what you're doing that will fuel your drive. It will reduce the resistance that you're having and because it helps you to take your eyes off of yourself. When you have your eyes on yourself and you're thinking about you and you're thinking about everything from your perspective and what's in it for you, then it's like driving with the brakes on. You're trying to go somewhere and the engine is revving and the tires are trying to spin, but they're not able to make any progress and it's creating a resistance. And so many of us do that. We take one step forward and two steps back because our actions are not in alignment with our vision. Many times this comes from fear of what other people will think. I remember when I first got in a network marketing company and I was all in, like wanted it so bad. But when I was in the car and I was listening to my motivational CDs and somebody would come up next to me, if I had my window down, I would turn the volume down. I was always so afraid of what other people would think. I would be afraid to talk to certain people about what I was doing because I was afraid of their judgment. But when you know why you are doing something and you know that you are doing something that is going to impact the lives of others, that you have a vision, you won't care so much about what other people think. And many people don't take action because of fear of failure. You're so afraid of looking stupid or looking dumb or not doing something perfectly, which all comes back to fear. But fear will leave you when you're stepping out in faith to fulfill what you believe God has called you to do. And then the other thing that will hold people back and create resistance is their own ego. So ego comes from a place of really always thinking, what's in it for me? What am I going to get out of it? So when your ego doesn't see results right away, then it wants to quit. When your ego isn't getting stroked and awards and accolades or promoting as quickly as it wants to, then it wants to quit. But when you check your ego and you don't make it about you, but you can make it about what you're doing in the lives of others, which is what your vision should be, then it will give you the motivation that you need to take action. It's all about taking your eyes off yourself. And I'm telling you this firsthand. And I feel like I'm always just telling you guys all my stuff on these podcasts, but I want to be real because I have written down my visions and, you know, you write down the goals. I've been doing the Rachel Hollis thing where you write the goals as if they've already happened over and over and over. I've been writing down my goals and making vision boards and everything. And you know what I realized is I was focusing too much when I was thinking about my goals and my vision, I was focusing too much on me and what I was going to get out of it, what I wanted to get out of it. And so I was really getting frustrated because I wasn't taking the action that I wanted to take. And I had to come to terms with myself that I wasn't focusing on the needs of the other people. I was focusing on myself. I was focusing on I don't want to go and do Facebook lives because that is uncomfortable for me. So I wasn't showing up for the people who needed me. Oh, it's uncomfortable for me to speak on stages. So I'm going to play small and I'm not even going to be trying to get more speaking engagements. So I had to get over myself and I had to realize that it wasn't about me. It wasn't about me and how I felt and what I was going to get out of it. It was about if I don't do my part, 
if I don't fulfill my purpose, if I don't really try to capture the vision that God has given me for the change that he wants me to make in the world, then I am failing, my Lord. I am in disobedience if I am not doing what I need to be doing. And so are you. So we have to keep our eyes on the service that we're supposed to be doing for other people. And when we do it for other people, when we keep our eye on the vision that God has for us to do in the lives of others, then it will take away the resistance. We will have motivation, we will have clarity, and we can take action. Because a vision that's in service to others will pull you and it will give you that wind beneath your wings that you need to do the things that you never felt you were capable of doing. Because when you don't have your eyes on yourself, then suddenly you've allowed yourself to be empowered by the vision that God has given to you and it will propel you forward. So you have to write down your vision. You need to know who you serve, how you serve them, and the difference that you make. And you need to have it written out and plain for other people to see, for you to see. You need to talk about it regularly. And it should be a core part of your marketing plan. So speaking of plans, that is the next part of this. So you need to have a plan. And it is so crazy to me that how many of us are trying to build something amazing and we don't even have a blueprint or a detailed plan to follow. Again, we're just winging it, trying to take actions here and there. And so, yes, you need that big vision to carry you, but you also really need to have an action plan so that you can be effective and efficient and productive. So maybe you've been winging it all the time and every day you work, but Maybe the reason that you're not moving forward, you're not getting the results that you want to get is because you aren't taking action on the right things at the right time. It is very possible to be doing the wrong things at the wrong time. There is a season for everything and you have to make a plan, a detailed plan of what you need to be doing right now in this season and then of course you have to work your plan. I am famous for making very detailed plans and not taking action because of fear or busyness or overwhelm or whatever it may be. And my husband gets so frustrated with it. And he's like, I am not going to listen to one more of your plans. I want you to take action. (laughs) And so I'm really, really committing to this. I have been making my plans and taking action and it feels really good. So many times when you aren't taking action, it's because you don't have a detailed enough, simple plan for you to follow. So think about it. When you're an employee and you go into your job, they have a complete plan of what you need to be doing from nine to five every single day. They can tell you exactly what you need to be working on, how much you should be getting done, what days you should be working on what. And so they tell you what to do. That's why people think being an employee is so much easier than working for yourself. But you can work for yourself successfully. You can be a successful, profitable entrepreneur if you make yourself your own detailed plan. If you give yourself your own business plan, too often we come into our business and we think that we can just figure it out, but you have to have the vision and then you have to have the plan to get you there. So I'm going to help you make a business plan so that you will know what you need to do in your business. It might take a little bit of time, but it's not that complicated. And the reason that most people don't ever get to doing this is because there are so many variables and details. And when we start 
thinking about all of those things, it can be very overwhelming. We don't even want to think about all the different things that we have to do to get to where we need to go. And when you start making all the list of all the little details and the things, especially if you're not a structured person, then it makes you want to just quit. You don't really want to know the price that you have to pay. But a wise person, a person that's truly going to have success, knows exactly what they need to be doing. Because how can you kick your own butt and make yourself do what you need to do if you don't know exactly what you need to be doing? I'm going to help you through a simple process to help you break down that elephant to bite-sized pieces. And here's the thing. If I can do it, you can do it. I promise you. So I learned this general method of taking the big elephant and breaking it down from Dr. Shannon Irvine. She does the Epic Success podcast. I was in one of her Epic Success programs early on. She's amazing and this process really helped me. Uh, She has great stuff on her podcast, the Epic, Epic Success podcast. I definitely recommend her. And this is the process that I use to create my course. So Creating a course is a lot like writing a book. And you know, so few people ever finish the books that they start. And a lot of people are the same with courses because it's a lot of content. It takes a long time. And so I used this process that I'm about to teach you. And that truly is what helped me to bite by bite by bite get my course done. Whatever it is that you need to break down, whether it's that you want to promote to leader, you want to win an incentive trip, you want to sell 10 homes next year, whatever it may be, you can start with that end goal in mind. And what I want you to do is take out a piece of paper and first you need to come up with what is that end goal. Now remember, we are now making a plan for you to take action. You need to know what your vision is so that you know and have clarity about how you're helping people and why you're doing what you're doing. But then the action steps are really about what is the goal that you're trying to reach so that you know what action steps you need to take to reach that goal. So after you write down your end goal at the top of the paper, And if you don't know exactly, don't get too overcomplicated about it. Just write down whatever goal you think it is going to be right now. And then I'm going to teach you this process, go through the process, take action on it. And then the next time that you do it, it'll be easier for you to do it again, even if you change your end goal. So don't get too caught up on what it is that you are going to be trying to achieve over this next year. The most important thing is that you just need to have, you just have to work from the end goal backwards. So then what you do is once you have like your end goal at the top, you have that in mind, then on your piece of paper right under that, just start mind dumping, brain dumping, anything that you can think of that you would have to do to obtain that goal. Anything and everything that you can think of. Write it all down, every single thing. And then once you mind dump all of that, and let's just say that takes you maybe 10 minutes. After you get that done, then I want you to start looking at that list and I want you to be really honest with yourself and I want you to ask yourself what you can delete. Because there are things that we still are thinking that we need to do to get to an end goal that we just are never going to do. I don't know what that is for you, but I know that I would have something like that on my list 
of something that maybe somebody else told me that I had to do. Maybe the process says that I need to do this thing, but I know that I'm never going to do that. And so I want you to just give yourself the permission to delete anything on there that you just know you're just never going to do. And and then you just have to find another way to whatever result that would have got you. You just have to find a different way, something that you're willing to do. Then I also want you to look at that list and ask yourself, is there anything on this list that I can delegate that doesn't have to be done by me? And I want you just to circle those things, just circle anything that you can delegate, that you can hire someone else to do, that you can pay your child, if they're an older child, that you can pay them to stuff boxes or to ship something or to do some social media work, anything that you think that you can pay somebody else a really small salary to do, just circle it. This is, if nothing else, it gives you a goal to work toward and it will also help you to have some clarity of what it is that you can hire out that you don't need to be spending your time on. Now, once you have got your goal at the top and you've written out everything that you can think of, you've deleted the things that you're never gonna do, you have circled the things that you can delegate, then I want you to start organizing it into categories and start grouping tasks together that kind of fall under the same category. So you might have a category that is like customer acquisition, team building or recruiting, customer care, prospecting, shows and presentations, things like that. So you, you're, everybody's is going to look different because it really depends on what industry you're in and what level you are in your business. Now, this is a step that I want you to do, and it gives you a lot of clarity. So once you have your categories, I want you to rank those categories according to the importance in your mind. And I suggest that you have your money generating activities pretty close to the top rank. So sometimes back to doing the right things in your business at the right time, sometimes we will spend time doing things that are like busy work in our business and we will try to focus on those things instead of the things that are the most important. So make sure that you really look at it from not an emotional perspective, not like doing the things that are easiest to you because you want to avoid the hard things that are actually going to get you where you want to go, but rank them in the order of importance, you know, what you would really need to be doing for your business to be thriving. Once you kind of have them ranked, I want you to look at that and I want you to pick that one thing on your list that if you did this one thing like every day or very often in your business, if you focused on this one thing, and likely it's the one thing that you've been avoiding doing, that thing that it's like, I know what I need to do, but I just can't bring myself to do it, that thing that you never make time for, the thing that you never make a priority, that's probably the thing. And I want you to go ahead and pull that out of that list because that is gonna become its own category and that's gonna go in that tiger time slot. So you are going to name it Tiger Time because you are going to fiercely protect. When you put that on your schedule, you're going to give yourself time to do it and you're going to fiercely protect that time that all of your family knows that no matter what, if you do none of the other tasks, if you will just do your Tiger Time and do that one thing, then you will see progress in your business. And then once you have everything categoried and ranked, and you can see for yourself and have clarity about what's important, what's not so important, what you need to be focusing on, then you can start to organize all of those things into daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly tasks. And then anything that doesn't fit into those categories, then you can put it in like a project task. And But then you have to decide like this month, this is the project that I'm working on. Maybe it's implementing a new system. 
for something that you're doing in your business and you're going to be trying to do something new and that's your project for the month. So if it doesn't fit into the daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, then you can make it a project and it can be its own thing, but you still have to put it on your calendar. Because if you don't, once you have awareness of what it is that you need to be doing, you do need to kind of schedule it. But this also is going to give you clarity of, are you trying to do too much? Let me back up a second. After you have all of your categories, you've taken out that one thing that's going to be your tiger time, that's really going to be the big pillar thing, the one thing that's going to move your business forward, then I want you to pick three things that you are going to commit to doing. And those are your three intentions. And I want you to start making progress on those things. But you can, if you want to get that detailed, you can then take out all the other things and kind of schedule them into your week. Maybe every single Tuesday is when you're going to be doing customer care. And every Wednesday is when you're going to be focusing on expansion, recruiting, team building, things like that. So you'll get to decide what that's going to look like. So do you see how that starts to look like a business plan? And even if you do this and it's just the ideal of what a very effective work would look like, so maybe you're still at a full-time job and you're like, wow, this would be great if I could work on all of these things and this is what my workday would look like if I had 40 hours a week, but I only have 10. But right now, just pick and choose the things that are most important and just scratch all the other things for now. Because if you're working full time, you're not going to be doing, you're not going to be able to live the ideal life of every single thing that you want to do. And so I just took you through that process and I believe in that process, but I'm going to give you a shortcut because I know some of you are never going to take the time to do all of that, although it is very wise to do so. So here's a shortcut and I'm going to give you this and I want you to pinky promise that at a minimum you will at least do this, okay? I'm going to tell you the shortcut, but you have to commit that at a minimum, this is what you'll do. I want you to do your tiger time and whatever it is that you know you need to be doing to really move your business forward, then that's what you're going to be doing during tiger time. And it could be multi-layered. It doesn't have to be like one exact task. It can be a combination of shows and calls. And that's just the time that you have set aside to make sure that you're focusing on that. And then I want you to be doing some kind of weekly content that adds value, that shows your customers that you care about them getting results. So this goes back to the vision. Whatever the vision is, whatever the difference that you're trying to make in the lives of others, you're going to create content around it. And then you can do this in many different ways. So pick the one that goes best for you. But it can be a written blog. It can be an email once a week. You can do a podcast like I'm doing. This is really very easy. You could do a Facebook Live. Or it can just be a long Facebook or Instagram post even. But something every single week that gives value to your customers that sets you up as an authority that you know what you're talking about, that they would identify you with the subject, that the end result that you're talking about, the vision that you have, the difference that you want to make in the lives of other people. What is it? And start once a week doing something to serve the people. And then just five times a week, I want you to post something on your social media And I don't want you just to be like, I have a sale or look at this product. It has to be very value-driven, engaging. This is something that I teach in my program with building your brand pillars. If you did five posts a week, just five a week, 
then basically what you're doing is it's like you putting your open sign on the door and it helps you to stay top of mind for other people. They know that you're open, that you're still doing this business and they know that you're out there and are a trusted source because you're showing up. So if you did nothing else but your tiger time, weekly content and five times a week and even if you do your once a week value-driven material, then that can be even considered your five times a week, one of your five times a week. So you only have to do four times a week of social media. If you did just that, that would make all the difference. So now we've talked about your vision. I've shown you how to make a detailed business plan to give you exactly what you need to be working on, when you need to be working on it, so that you can get things done. You have your tiger time, so you know you're going to be making progress. And that last piece of the trio is to make all of this work is accountability. So there's many reasons why you haven't been able to reach your goals in the past. I mean, it's self-sabotage and other dynamics of being overwhelmed and busy and trying to balance your life and your job and all the things. But the main reason is your lack of accountability. Because you don't have a boss and anybody holding you accountable and you don't have to do anything, you choose not to. So accountability is what separates the super successful entrepreneurs and leaders from the mediocre entrepreneurs and leaders because we are all human and very few people can hold themselves completely accountable without anybody else around. I'm going to give you a couple of different things because if you are a super independent person, I'm going to give you a couple options where it doesn't necessarily have to involve other people, but if you involve other people, you are going to be 66% more likely to succeed. 66%. And so it's such a vital step. And if you do this, you're going to stack the odds in your favor. So here are my tips for you about how to create accountability in your business. First of all, this is something that Rachel Hollis talked about, and it's stop breaking the promises to yourself. It's time that you do what you've had on your heart to do. Every year you set those goals and you don't reach them and you've been breaking promises to yourself. You don't trust yourself anymore, but this is the thing. You deserve success. You deserve the rewards of your efforts. And instead of being busy and doing things but not moving forward, make this the year that you actually put the right efforts in at the right time. You know why you're doing it. You know how to work your plan. You hold yourself capable of the plan and you keep yourself accountable so that you can finally make your dreams come true. Stop settling for a life that is less than what you deserve. So stop breaking promises to yourself. That's your first level of accountability. If you tell yourself you're going to do something, if you set up your tiger time, do it. If you set up a call with somebody, show up. If you commit to go to a training, even if it's you're warm and cozy and it's cold outside, show up. The next thing is gamify your business. You have to give yourself goals and find ways to reward yourself when you reach certain criteria. So you can gamify things and you can say, when I make so many contacts and I get so many no's, then I'm going to reward myself with a pedicure or something that you really love that's a real special treat for you. Gamify it, just like in the video games when you get through certain levels, then you get other rewards and weapons and things. Gamifying works. So find ways to gamify. You can even Google how to gamify 
and it'll give you a lot of ideas and you can create your own thing and that's for you and for your team. Gamifying things makes it fun, particularly if you're a competitive person, it can be really fun and you could even gamify it with other people. So you could put money on it, you could put like if you don't do something, you have to pay them or do a service for them. You could make it really fun. So if you're a competitive person, I say gamify it. If you love rewards, gamify it. So the next thing is just having visuals. And these are things like checklists and trackers. So often if you're trying to earn an incentive trip, you can do a cute little tracker. Let's say it's a palm tree and every single time you get closer and you have your sales and you can have different ways to like mark it and color it and make it pretty. Or you can just have something simple that's just boxes. You can have checklists. What I used to do is I would make, um, I would get a poster board and I would take just like a coin and make little circles. And then when I, I would have circles in like recruiting and I would have circles in shows and I would have circles in my sales, having checklists and trackers really helps you to see what you're doing and what you're not doing. Because if you are frustrated because you're not moving forward and you can look at that tracker and see like, I haven't checked off any boxes because I haven't made any phone calls. I haven't done the things that I need to be doing. Then you can stop being a victim and you can be really honest with yourself so that you can start holding yourself capable to taking action. So the next thing is peer accountability. Outside of gamifying it with another peer, you could just have somebody that you can check in with once a week or every morning. You can send a simple text to them and each other and just say, today, this is my intention. Um, Yesterday, I didn't do this or I did do that. It can be once a week. Just once a week will give you that 66% more chance of success. So I really recommend that you could tell your social network what your goal is and what you're going to be doing. You could check in with them and tell them your progress. You could keep them informed. People really do care about what other people are up to. And if you go on there and you say, you know, I'm sure you've heard people do it with like, let's just say they're on a weight loss journey and they just every once in a while kind of go on and just tell people about what they've been doing and how their success is coming. People love that. Especially, you know, it's a great way for your friends and stuff to be able to support you and cheer you on too. So you can tell your social networks. I know that when I put something out there, then it holds me really accountable because I'm like, I, everybody now knows that I said that I was going to do that. They said I said I was writing a book. They know I'm writing a book. They're going to be asking me, I need to finish. So I did that when I was writing books, when I was doing my course, when I was starting my podcast. It really works. And another level of holding yourself accountable is masterminds. Now, masterminds are when you gather with a group of people that are all that they really are high achievers. They want they want to achieve something big. They're stretching themselves. They're working hard. And you want to surround yourself with other achievers. And you support each other. You cheer each other on. But it's going to motivate you because you're going to be around other people that are making progress. And it's going to activate you. You're not going to want to be the schlub in the room that's not doing anything. You don't want to be the the person that's on the Zoom call that doesn't have anything to say. So you almost feel like you have to lie so that you don't be embarrassed. So masterminds are amazing. And, and so if you can just gather three, five, six people that are all really committed to moving forward, then you can get in on that energy and encourage one another. 
And, and in those groups, of course, you can gamify things and make it really fun too. And the last thing that I want to share with you to help you to be accountable is maybe you need extra support. Maybe you have some things and you actually need to do some one-on-one work with a mentor. Now, this mentor, of course, can be somebody in your upline. If you're really committed to, to working, your upline will help you. I am a personal growth mentor. I, I do mentoring calls with people and it's just amazing how you can talk to somebody else and they can help you to come to a conclusion of what it is that's holding you back, what you need to be doing. Just talking with somebody else who is a little more advanced and successful, that they've kind of been there, done that, overcome that, they're ahead of you, then they can mentor you and help you to overcome yourself so that you don't have to do it alone. I have certain slots that I'll do discovery calls for a 20 minute free discovery call. So if you wanted to book one of those with me, then we could chat about whatever it is that you're struggling with, that you think you need support with, and I can give you some tools to help you to move forward. And you can find that on my website. That's all that I have. Let me just reiterate some of the things that we talked about. Of course, the three essential keys that you need to reach your goals fast are you need the vision, the plan, and you need accountability. So the vision is the thing that is going to give you a target. It's going to give you clarity. It's going to help you to be very clear in your marketing and your messaging and what you, what other people know about what it is that you're trying to do and accomplish. It's going to help you get customers easier. And then you have your detailed plan. If nothing else, you have your shortcut plan. You're going to do your tiger time, do your weekly content and post on social media because that is going to help you to make sure that people know that you are out there and you are ready for business. And lastly, you are going to create some level, hopefully multiple levels of accountability for yourself. Now, this is the thing. Whenever you start doing something new, so the vision thing is just a couple hours, sit down, do it. The planning is just a little bit of time, sit down and just do it. But the accountability is going to be something that's ongoing. So that means that you need to put new habits in your life. So whenever you are starting a new habit, you're going to have to trigger yourself. And so let's just say that one of the accountability things is is something that's visual, that's a tracker, a journal, something, then you might need to visually lay that somewhere where it's going to trigger you maybe at night when you brush your teeth or something so that you will fill it in and you'll keep track of it and you'll actually do it or put it somewhere really visible so that you can see it. You can set alarms You can, I mean, especially if you're meeting with other people, you will have to set alarms. If nobody else is keeping themselves accountable to it, at least you can continue to be the accountable one. And it's amazing how if you are committed, then you can help breathe life into other people and they'll stay committed. So just don't give up on yourself. Stop breaking your promises to yourself. And this can be your year. This can truly be your year. I I know it. I just feel it. I know that it's going to be my year. It's the season for me. You know, and I hope that it's the season for you. If you're in a really tough season of life and it's just really not the season for you, then that doesn't mean that you can't go out there and serve. Right now, you can be building an audience. Even if you're not ready to go out and do a whole lot of work doing parties and shows or promoting or leadership or creating something new, you can be out there serving up value with whatever vision God has given, the difference that he's given you to make in the world. Okay, you can be out there doing that. There's no reason why you can't show up for that in some capacity, even if it's a hard season of your life. 
I think we have to remember that when we are serving other people, it gives us so much in return. And so it doesn't just take energy from us. When you're in alignment, you're doing the things that you're supposed to be doing out in the world. It's going to give you satisfaction and happiness. So trust me when I say that, just get out there and and give to the world, serve like only you can and shine bright and make a difference. Thank you so much for listening. 